Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Law enforcement agencies have arrested 17 suspects for their alleged involvement in shooting attacks at Sikh temples in Stockton and Sacramento. The suspects are members of two rival criminal groups with at least two men wanted for murder in India. Sutter County District Attorney General Jennifer Dupre says they seized 41 firearms in the operation and thwarted two additional shootings at a Sikh parade last month. We were able to stop a mass casualty incident. If those weapons had gotten into the parade, it could have been a bloodbath. The investigation involved 500 law enforcement officers spanning six counties, as well as the FBI, DEA, Homeland Security, and Department of Justice. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. During the pandemic, many people gained access to Medicaid, the low to no cost health insurance. But now with pandemic protections ending, states are beginning to reexamine people's eligibility. Cap Radio's healthcare reporter Kate Wolf has the story. Local organizations are bracing for the impact of their clients losing their coverage. Gloria Torres is a community health worker with La Familia Counseling Center in South Sacramento. She knows how important it is for people to have health insurance. She says she'll never forget when, during a big event, a mariachi singer came up to her. And he said, do you remember me? I saw you five years ago. You helped me with my Medi-Cal. And because of you, I had open-heart surgery, and I am still here singing. For the past three years, no one has been taken off Medi-Cal, California's version of Medicaid. But now, people can be disenrolled again if they earn too much or don't update their information. Torres worries people will decide to go without health insurance. The challenge for us is to encourage them 
to find a way in making payments. Torres and state outreach workers are asking people to go to keepmedicalcoverage.com to update their information and to fill out renewal packets coming in the mail. For the California Report, I'm Kate Wolf. For families whose loved ones are facing a mental health crisis, it can be hard to be optimistic, especially when resources are scarce. Jefferson Public Radio's Jane Vaughn reports on a proposal to create an emergency mental health care facility in Humboldt County, a warning that this story includes mentions of suicide and drug use. It's 4 p.m. on a Monday, and Leah Nagy is just now eating lunch. She's the president of the Humboldt County chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, and she spent her day coordinating resources for families. Over the past 25 years, she's grown familiar with mental illness. Her youngest son has bipolar disorder, and she has four grandchildren with serious mental illnesses. So I've had personal, lots of personal experiences which, you know, you never want to be drafted into the mental health arena. Nagy is 79 years old. She's short with long gray braids and silver glasses. She laughs easily and is quick to share the number for her cell phone, which is always on and goes off frequently with families looking for help. I just think it's important that they get a chance to not feel alone and so isolated. This support is important in Humboldt County, where mental health services are severely lacking. The county is not alone. Like many places, it's dealing with the effects of the COVID pandemic and the opioid epidemic. But Humboldt is a rural county in far northern California, removed from resources and funding. So the county's Department of Health and Human Services and other partners are working on a possible solution, a proposed emergency mental health care facility in Arcata. The goal is to have beds for patients to sober up, a crisis stabilization center, and a substance use disorder residential treatment program, among other resources. In the meantime, Leah Nagy is in Eureka, getting ready to lead a weekly support group for people whose loved ones have mental illnesses. She started the group over 10 years ago. I got drafted into this stuff, and all I have here is life experience. That's all I have. Twelve people gather around a large wooden table in a conference room. Most are parents of children with mental illness. They take turns updating each other on how their kids are doing. Michelle Norton's son has been talking about suicide and taking a lot of the anesthetic ketamine. Accepting that he's probably going to die. I really, really am having a hard time with that. But I mean, there's still hope. Hope is really important in this group. But finding resources to help those who are struggling can be a real challenge. There's not the infrastructure here to, to meet the needs. That's Luke Brownfield. He's the county's chief public defender, and he says mental illness is common among their clients. I would say our percentage would be at least 75% of our repeat offenders suffer from mental health histories. Brownfield will often put clients through mental health diversion to get treatment instead of jail time. But there aren't enough providers to fill that need. This is also a problem for hospitals. In this rural county, there's only one inpatient psychiatric hospital and a critical shortage of hospital beds. Dr. James Goldberg is the medical director of the emergency department at St. Joseph Hospital in Eureka. He says patients in need of psychiatric care are taking up crucial space in hospital beds. Just earlier this week, out of our 22 beds that we have here, we were actually holding 12 behavioral health patients. To help address this problem, work continues on the proposed emergency mental health care facility. Project leaders applied for a $12 million grant from a state program dedicated to behavioral health. They'll hear back on whether they receive funding this spring. 
but the facility won't be complete for at least two more years. Back in Eureka, Leah Nagy's support group has ended, and people hang out and chat. The remnants of their conversation litter the table. Water bottles, notebooks, a box of the overdose reversal medicine, Narcan. At the end of each meeting, attendees recite together, We will never give up Nagy has been doing this work for decades. What keeps her going, she says, is her desire to reduce stigma around mental illness and the hope that even if you can't help your own kid, maybe you can help somebody else's. For The California Report, I'm Jane Vaughn in Humboldt County. And that's The California Report for Tuesday, April 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, accepting nominations now for the 2024 James Irvine Foundation Leadership Awards at irvineawards.org. Hint, fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple, in stores or delivered from hintwater.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health, on the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.